Blog Talk Radio. Sorry for the technical mishap there, but I believe we have our guest with us. CPW Janitor, are you with us? Um, can you hear me? We can hear you. Yes, I'm oh, here. I'm sorry for the, the delay, but we are very happy to have you here today. And we have never had a CPW Janitor with us, so can you tell us how did you get into this crazy business of professional wrestling? Well, let me just tell you right now, I'm sorry for that technical difficulty. You need to tell the viewers I was busy cleaning out a toilet, and I'm sorry I I was late. My bad, guys. No problem at all, but um, can you tell us what got you into the business of pro wrestling as a janitor? 
Well, I, I, I see a lot of dirt and I see a lot of grime and I see where things need to be cleaned up and not many people uh, appreciate having a clean spot to sit down until they have a dirty spot to sit on. And so when I clean up that spot to sit on, they enjoy the show that much better. Now, how long have you had janitorial experience? I'm sure you've been a janitor for much longer than the time you've been at CPW. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've been a janitor almost all my life. Other than landscaping, janitorial has been my passion. I love to keep things thick and span. Would you say you're more a fan of spick or more a fan of span? Mm, no. Mr. Clean. I'm a big fan of Mr. Clean. All right. Now, at CPW, there is a three-headed ownership, if you will. There's multiple owners there. What was the hiring practice for you in order to become the CPW janitor? Um, well, I've worked for the company for quite a while, um, and I still do. I'm the ring crew, but sometimes, you know, before you get to the venue and even after the venue, you leave a little dust behind. And so it wasn't hard for me to uh, step up and be the guy to, you know, take, you know, got to leave the venue better than you let, uh, got there. You know what I'm saying? Now, the Mirkwood is the normal home base for combat pro wrestling. And for the fans not familiar with the area, the Mirkwood is a bar in the Arlington, Washington area. And they have presented combat pro wrestling, presents theatrical wrestling for several months now. Did the Merkwood have an influence on you putting your janitorial skills to use, or was that more of EPW itself? Um, absolutely, Merkwood. Uh, when you get a bunch of rowdy fans into the into the uh, into the venue, and you know they leave a, a little bit of a mess behind, um, I think the Merkwood appreciates the CPW janitor coming around and cleaning up after the fans so that they don't have to. I think. Uh, I think they appreciate the stuff that I do for them. And when you get a paycheck, is that paycheck coming from one of the CPW owners or is it coming from a central CPW account or do you get paid from the Merkwood for janitorial services rendered? It just depends on the night, and I don't really usually discuss my pay. Uh, I get paid very well, um, and it comes from all sorts of sources, and that's just where I'm going to leave that. Fair enough, fair enough. And when you look at Combat Pro Wrestling as a company, we obviously run a lot of the shows at the Merkwood, like I just said, but there are also shows outside of the Merkwood that are attached to festivals and fairs and so forth and so on. A lot of these are outdoor venues. How do you go about your 
role as a janitor when it is an outdoor situation? If my equipment changes a little bit. Um, outdoor venues, um, I don't just bring a broom. I bring a rake um, and a bigger garbage can because, you know, the big outdoor venues usually have a lot of people, and sometimes they don't mean to do it, but sometimes people drop their trash on the ground, and somebody's got to be there to pick it up. That is very true. On these outdoor shows, weather can play a part in making things more difficult if it rains or if it snows or it hails. That can actually lead to damage on the ring itself. Are you responsible as the janitor to make sure that the ring is protected in all circumstances, or is that a little bit outside of your job description? A little bit out of my job. Um, we use often we use different rings and stuff, but as the janitor, um, once we've used the ring, I, I do my best to um, polish and shine the turnbuckle pads as well as any sort of canvas. Uh, make sure that we put it back. Almost leave a trace. Like a, I'm, I'm a formal Eagle Scout, so you got to leave no trace. You want to make sure that the the next time the 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 ring gets used, you don't want it to be dirty. Now, do you? You don't want to be working in a dirty ring. And sometimes we work at outdoor venues where it gets a little dusty. So sometimes I got to bring my dust buster. Um, sometimes I got to bring my crew. Uh, you never know what I bring, um, but I always leave everything behind as clean as it was when I got there. Now, wrestlers can be a very dirty bunch of sometimes uh, when wrestlers go to venues. Unfortunately, not all of them are considering the people that have to clean up the mess after them. You will find wrist tape on the floor, water bottles, uh, tanning lotion, all sorts of things get left on floors and on the benches and everything at these venues. Do you ever talk with the wrestlers directly on maintaining the cleanliness of the venue, or do you just go in and take what they leave you and clean it up for them? Yeah, you have no idea how much tanning lotion I have right now. Um, I have a lost and found, but nobody comes looking for the stuff they've left behind. Um, and I mean, I have an overabundance of tanning lotion. Um, but no, I don't really, uh, uh, my job isn't to tell them to keep clean up after themselves. My job is to clean up after everybody. Um, and that means the locker room. That means the bathroom. That means the tables. I will clear tables. I will bust the plates. I do everything that is required of me as a janitor um, from bell to bell. Fair enough. Now, when you say you have all this tanning lotion, is 95% of it from Christopher Rizek? No comment. I understand. One of the things about professional wrestling that is an inevitable, regardless how much we try to take precautions to prevent, is bloodshed will sometimes occur. 
I know I have seen a decent amount of bloodshed on Combat Pro Wrestling presents theatrical wrestling events. I've seen people's arms get ripped open, noses have been busted, mouths have been busted, and blood does happen. Obviously, there at the Merkwood, it is a bar slash restaurant, so you have to be even more careful than you normally would with that type of situation. What is your standard protocol if blood occurs during the course of a match? Well, I actually have um, a hazmat uh, team of two on my staff. If any time that biological um, is, is spewed anywhere, whether it be a bloody nose or anything like that, I have a team that cleans up that stuff up immediately, and then I will come through and inspect it. We carry uh, uh, sanitary wipes, and we make sure that we have all kinds of equipment and um, chemicals to make sure that the next round after the, the blood has been shed, that the next person can come out to a nice and safe and clean um, ring or, uh, like you said, at the Merkwood, the stage. Speaking of that aspect of it, at the Merkwood, there is not enough space to hold a ring, so the matches are presented on mats that are set up on a stage. From your experiences with the shows at the Merkwood and the shows away from the Merkwood that have a traditional ring, what is easier to maintain sanitation? Um, it's really neither or because anything can happen in either sort of situation. Um, you just have to be fully prepared and fully equipped for anything at any time. Now, let's take, for example, we have the Merkwood, which, like you said, is a restaurant. It's a bar. We have to make sure that um, all biologicals are taken care of immediately. And then you have venues like we had recently outdoors, and, and it was very dusty and very dirty. Um, as the janitor at that kind of venue, you got to make sure that the, the ring is swept after every match. You've got to make sure that uh, anything that's left behind um, it gets picked up immediately because, again, that sort of venue after, the, after our show was also a place where people like to ride their horses. So you've got to make sure that nothing gets left behind and everything gets picked up and you leave the place as you found it. Now, in the last couple of decades especially, professional wrestling has found that if there is enough space to put some chairs and enough space for the wrestlers to have a match, they will try to run that venue. And bars and restaurants have become increasingly more popular with wrestling promotions because bars and restaurants like the added revenue that wrestling fans will bring. Uh, many of them will sit down and eat and drink while they watch the show, which means more profits for the bar and restaurant. The promotion usually gets a break on rent, and that is very attractive on their end. From your 
standpoint as the janitor, as someone that has to maintain the sanitation and cleanliness of the venue, what are some of the challenges of doing that within a bar and restaurant setting because you have not only a commission from the athletic commission standpoint, but you also have the food commission that maintains bars and restaurants. I'm sure they're watching things as well. So I'm as a, as a janitor and having to work in the venue where it is a, uh, a restaurant bar and grill, I uh, also have my food handler's card and I have trained myself in, I've done, I've been a cook, I've been a dishwasher. Um, so I make sure that I know already pre-trained as I go into these venues, but I know um, what the standards are for like, say the health board and stuff like that. So if we put on a show somewhere in a place that serves food and drinks, that once we've left there, that we leave it as, as sanitary as, so that they can continue their business. You don't want them to have to close for the night to clean up after us. So we have, I make sure that they don't have to worry about that. Um, I take out trashes. I, I clean bathrooms. I do all the stuff that I got to do that anybody really should do. Somebody's got to do it. And it's a dirty job. And I'm glad to do it. I love what I do. And so that's my uh, give back to certain venues. I don't expect, you know, a, a free drink or a free food or anything like that. I don't expect that. Uh, don't, don't even have to wave at me. I'm doing my job. I'm making sure that the venue will invite the promotion back just because we didn't leave it a mess as we left the show. If we leave it clean, they're going to invite us back. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. And the last thing any restaurant or bar would want is for someone to complain to the health inspector and have that big obstacle to overcome afterwards. So very, very important for wrestling promotions to make sure they're above board and doing every possible thing to maintain that sanitation and cleanliness factor. Yes, yes. Oh, as it's very, it's very, it's very important. Like I said, as a, as a, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but as like I said, as a, as an Eagle Scout and a former Cub Scout leader myself, I learned a lot about leave no trace. So when you go camping and you go out into the nature and stuff, you you also want to make sure that you uh, you you make sure you left it as clean or cleaner than you found it. You don't want to leave anything behind. So that's another thing I do also as a janitor. I have a lost and found. People leave stuff behind. People leave gear behind, shirts behind in the locker room. I make sure that I hold on to everything and I give everybody uh, proper time to claim their stuff. I make sure that the locker room is still clean. I make sure everything is all taken care of before I even go home at the end of the show and I just leave with a smile and a wave. Speaking of people's gear, that is something that all wrestlers I won't say all but most wrestlers take a great deal of pride in maintaining they want to have the most standout looking gear whenever necessary they want to look their best they want to look professional obviously that means they have to clean the gear 
and maintain it. As a janitor, do you get wrestlers coming to you for advice on how to clean the various types of gear? Oh, oh no, not yet. Nobody's asking my secrets about keeping stuff clean. Um, I expect that down the road, but I also do, um, this is a, a, a new thing for me. I have this little teeny tiny thing. It's a portable washer that all you got to do is hook it up to a hose, and we can run that. So that may, may, everybody wants to run their stuff, they were, might have to hang it out afterward, but at least it'll be washed with a Tide Pod during the show or after the show. It, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can help that. I have a little – I bring that with me now, my little portable washer. That's my new favorite toy. What types of gear would you say are the most difficult – to maintain cleanliness for? Because I know there's a large range of materials used and types of gear. Uh, some people use standard wrestling boots. Some people use the amateur shoes. Some people use kick pads. Some have arm gauntlets. So there's a wide range out there. What's the most difficult, do you think? Well, I mean, a lot of gear is, I want to say plastic-based. Um, I've seen, uh, or like vinyl or something you can just wipe off with a, even like a baby wipe. But when people are wearing stuff that uh, could absorb moisture, those are the most difficult to clean. Because like I've seen a, a pair of kick pads that were, they look like sponges on, and so they were super difficult to clean because I had to clean them with an ammonia uh, uh, and bleach solution, not together. Um, and then let them dry out and clean, and they still change colors a little bit, but it still look better than having all those blood stains on them. I would think so, yes. Now, I think the, the guy with the canvas uh, kick pads ended up changing his color a little yellow and orange for the rest of his gear, but I think I think he's pretty good right now. He doesn't it look, he looks good. It all matches. You just kind of got to go with the flow. Sometimes it, the, the easiest gear to clean is anything that isn't spongy. Fair enough. Now, for those... Hey, jeans jeans and coveralls are the easiest. You know that, right? Jeans and coveralls. Uh, so, J.B. Moonshine's a pretty easy cleanup job after his match. Absolutely. Now, for the wrestlers that have masks, how easy are those to maintain cleanliness and sanitation on? I found um, if you use the Lysol and um, like a, a ammonia solution mixed with water, you can reduce uh, the sweat stains from the inside out. Nothing, nothing worse than putting your uh, luchador mask on and you have sweat stains around your eyes from the outside. So I also recommend getting uh, darker colors versus lighter colors. And if you are going to go with lighter colors, the outside is easiest to maintain with, you know, baby wipes, Pampers wipes, Huggies wipes. Any baby wipe is good. When you use uh, light colors, it kind of it, it, it attracts stains. Hey, I'm being visited right now by David Coventry. 
Really? He, he just showed right up there, huh? Oh, uh, right here. Did you have a janitorial situation? You had to seek out the CPW janitor? Um, I don't know if he did. Uh, I am lucky to have uh, my I, okay. I call him Sidecar. He's my homeboy. I ride with him to all the shows. But I'm super lucky to have a sound guy and Sidecar right here in my neighborhood all the time. Speaking of the sound guy, he has a pretty thankless job most of the time. It is his responsibility to bring the sound system to the shows so people can hear what's being said on the microphone, so they can get the full effect of people's entrances with the theme musics and so forth. Do you help maintain the sound equipment? Do you wipe that down and make sure it's been sanitized and so forth after shows? Because we know wrestlers that have been in long matches are dripping with sweat and whatever else, and that can definitely get onto the microphones. Um, well, sound guy, he's responsible for cleaning the microphones. He takes those home. Um, he takes care of those. But if he needs me to, I do have this alcohol uh, water solution with a little bit of Dawn dish soap that kills bacteria. You know, sometimes people will spit into the microphone, and you don't want the halitosis on the next show. So with a proper solution of spray and not diluting it too much, you got to make sure you have you have a good combination of clean, of cleaner to make sure that you have all of your equipment clean for the next show. Yeah, TV Vaughn's always spitting on the mic. He's gross. Well, we are at the part of the show where we have a game we like to play. We call it Word Association. I will throw out the names of some people that you most likely have come into contact with in your career. The answer is the first word or two that pops to mind. Are you ready for some word association? Yeah, well, I'll play along. Here we go. First one, Yvonne Siever. Boss Lady. J.B. Moonshine. Booze. T-Rex. Referee. Extraordinaire. Ring announcer, Dimitri. Professional. Luis Alexander. Powerhouse. John Davidson. BFF. Christopher Isaac. Tanning lotion. Goblin. Green Mist. Party on! Sunny Days. Boom Pal. Lance Dean. I like to do a ride. I'm not going to say one word associated. One of these days, I want to commute with him to a show because I want to chit-chat with him for a minute. But, yeah, road trip. That's what I'm going to say, road trip. Randy the Pimp Taylor. Oh, respect for sure. 
my last name, Jason. Mm, muscle monster? Muscle monster? You said one word, right? One to two monster. to three. Yeah, monster. All right. Well, that concludes word association. Now, in the last few months, CPW presented a costume contest, and you were an extremely popular option for the fans to choose to win that. You got a very vocal reaction in your costume. Can you tell the fans what costume you chose, why you chose it, and how that reaction made you feel? Well, um, those are my actual pajamas. So um, I wore them under my coveralls. I didn't expect to win, but yeah, I wear those every night to sleep. Going into that contest, did you anticipate the reaction that the crowd was actually going to give you, or was that a complete surprise to you? Um, it was a complete surprise to everyone. Yeah. Now, going forward, do you anticipate entering more costume contests whenever CPW feels the need to present a costume contest? No, I just kind of go, I, I, uh, I, I, I go with my own drum, um, and so you'll never really understand or know what's under my coveralls ever. Um, when when it comes to a contest, um, I got to participate for, at, at the very least. Uh, if I win, that's just a bonus. And now I got four free tickets. When you first went out, in the Mirkwood, and you were cleaning things and tidying up, the fans sort of gravitated towards you and responded to what you were doing. Was that something you anticipated, or did you think you would sort of blend into the background of things? Well, I did kind of expect to blend into the background. Um, You know, nobody ever... uh looks at the janitor or the custodian or even thinks of them. But I was just there to do my job. Um, and I mean, it, I, I, it's appreciated because there's somebody there to do it. In your time there at the Merkwood, have you been approached by CPW fans to perhaps come do some private custodian work for either their jobs or for their personal homes or anything like that? Yeah, um, I've gotten a couple of offers. Uh, my my favorite one is uh, there's this one uh, customer who wants me to come clean her house topless, but I don't know how to do that. I just know how to clean. I, I presume you would have to remove the roof? Yep, take the roof off. I mean, I mean, if that's how they want me to do it. I mean, 
topless house has to be clean still, right? Absolutely. Everything needs to be clean. Very true. As CPW continues to evolve and grow and expand, one of the things I know management has been looking at is expanding to different venues and finding venues where the ring can be utilized indoors. When that day comes and CPW has a show in whatever type of building it may be, whether it's a school gym or a VFW hall or a converted entertainment center, whatever it may be, are you going to go in advance to scout out logistics for cleaning or are you going to just show up prepared for any type of situation? Do you take extra staff if it's a larger venue? How is that going to work for you going forward? Oh, 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 absolutely. So if, if it's a bigger venue and there's more cleaning to be done, I have a, I have a staff that can come with me. Again, my, I have a biohazard team that works for, with biologicals. Um, but I always go out and have a look-see before I get into what I'm getting into so I can make sure that I bring the right equipment and all of the stuff that I'm going to need for that. Um, another thing is uh, as a janitor, um, I'm always out and about all over uh, Lake Kitsap County and Pierce County right now. Um, and I've found a few places right now, a couple of them are going under renovations that are going to be perfect, absolutely perfect for future wrestling venues um, because I want to clean those places. Um, if they weren't places that I want to clean, I'm not even going to suggest them to the powers that be, if that makes sense. I'm not going to clean it. I don't want to work there. Now, also, in that same vein, do you work together with these buildings as far as talking with the managers to know what's expected to be cleaned, what they may not want you to personally clean because they have staff responsible for that area of the venue, or if they have a staff that is designated for that venue, so they uh, would prefer you stay a little more hands-off. What's the relationship like as far as the actual venue themselves? So, like, if for instance, at the Merkwood, um, when I when I come in, I tell them what I, I'm willing to do, uh, and they let me know immediately what they don't want me to do. And then it just becomes a partnership. How can I help you? And and how can I help the company? And I also, like, I run gear. I do whatever is required of me at any time. But um, I always want to talk to the venue people first, whether it's just the bartender, the kitchen staff. Um, for another, like I said, at Merkwood, I, I like to take – I'll take the plates and, and wipe the tables off. And, um, you know, I, I do whatever it takes to make the – the staff happy as well as the uh, the fans happy and everybody who's working no matter what. I want to make sure that no matter what, from beginning to end, it's not going to be 
a dirt show. I will always continue to forever sweep and mop whatever I have to keep clean. One of the things that has always been part of professional wrestling since the very dawn of it and will most likely continue to be so is the use of, by some wrestlers, dirty tactics. How much do you as a janitor that believes in cleanliness hate dirty tactics? Um, I... As a janitor, I don't really mind dirty. I uh, the dirtier the better. Uh, but if it's you know, because it's a challenge. Like glass bottles smashed on people's heads. Uh, the faster you get that those glass shards cleaned up, um, the sooner the show goes on. Now, hopefully, there's show. not a lot of broken glass on shows where there is. Not a lot of space between the stage and where people are eating food. Exactly. And that's another, as a janitor and a, and a, a sanitation worker, you want to make sure that you everything gets avoided. You don't want people to get glass in their food. But at the same time, we don't want the wrestlers to get food in their ring. Also true... Speaking of food in the ring, though, Christopher Ryzik made a series of fitness challenges. One of the parts of this challenge was drinking raw eggs. I know those raw eggs got spilled and spat all over the mats during the course of this fitness challenge. How hard is it to clean something like that so that the matches preceding, or actually the matches following that, aren't going to be in danger of injury because of all that raw egg over the mats? Um, the, 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 you just got to be prepared. Um, you got to have all of your, your, your towels, your rags, your mop, uh, and your cleaners, and make sure that you can get up as soon as you can get in, and immediately. Um, and I've actually been kicked off the stage because I tried to go clean up something immediately. Um, but then I watched it get crusty and hard the whole time from stage left. So getting out there and having your proper cleaners and your proper solutions and your proper soaps, as well as mops, rags, and, and brooms, you got to just make sure you're properly equipped for whatever situation. And when Ryzik was having these fitness challenges, how angry were you that raw egg was introduced to the mats? Um, I wasn't angry at all. I saw that as a challenge, and I was excited to see something that I can try to clean up immediately, really quick. While everybody sees it as a challenge like or an, a situation where they're going to be mad, like, oh, that's egg. I see, yeah, egg, and I want to take care of it, and I take care of it immediately. Fair enough. Well, we have come to the part of the show where there is another game we like to play. We call this one Bring On to Choice, Bring On to Funk. I will ask you a series of two options. 
the one that is your own personal preference is the answer? Are you prepared for some bring on the choice, bring on the funk? Absolutely. Let's go for it. Let's do it. Here we go. The first one, boots or barefoot? Please wear boots. Um, when people spill eggs, uh, you don't want to step in it. You want to wear boots. 16-foot ring or 18-foot ring? 18, but if you can, I love a 20. Those are my favorite. Trunks or tights? Um, well, I personally wear um, trunks as underwear, so I like trunks. Tights are okay. It just also depends on the person. You don't want to see me in either. I believe I have seen you in some. Oh, probably. Pepperoni or sausage? Oh, sriracha sausage. <laughs> Winter or summer? Summer. Bleach or ammonia? Depends on the stain. Let's say it's blood. Uh, burn it. Chain match or cage match? Ooh. How about a cage made of chain? All right. Souffle or body slam? Mm. Am I taking it or am I watching it? Watching. Oh, body slam all the way. The last one, Paul Orndorff or Paul Roma? Ooh. Oh, Orndorff. He's Mr. Wonderful. He seemed like a pretty clean guy. He did, although he used to sweat something fierce, so I'm sure he contributed to the dirtiness of the mat, something fierce. Oh, yeah. I see all dirt as a challenge, man. What a lot of people may not fully understand is that when wrestling promotions do not maintain their mats, whether it's a ring or mats on a stage like CPW presents theatrical wrestling, it can actually be a breeding ground for staff and wrestlers have been known since basically the start of pro wrestling to get staff infections from wrestling on mats that were not kept sanitary enough. Even to this day, that is a problem. Have you ever known a situation with promotions where you have been that actual staff infection has broken out? No, not 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 at this time, not yet. But I do, uh, I do keep a first aid kit on me. Um, I'm a former Cub Scout, the Cub Scout leader. I've taken, you know, basic first aid, so I know how to treat wounds and stuff like that. But I have not come across any serious infection since I uh, got into this business at all. Hopefully, that remains the case. Out. 
the actual reason that you see wrestlers wipe their boots before they enter the ring was because decades and decades and decades ago, trachoma was a serious infection that wrestlers would get from wrestling on dirty mats, which actually could lead to blindness and did in a few cases. So there is precedent for very serious infections just from wrestling on mats that have not been maintained properly. So that is a very important job when you are tasked with maintaining the cleanliness and sanitation of these things. Yeah, so I've actually, because I work with different sort of mats, and some of them are porous, some of them are smooth, uh, I've actually been looking into a lot of different products where them and they don't, uh, and you know, it'll kill the bacteria, but also keep the mats clean. Uh, mats go directly under the canvas, which also needs to keep clean. Um, and depending on if that's a porous mat or a smooth mat, you have to make sure you have the proper, you know, chemicals to clean both products. So that's my goal. I will always have some sort of spray bottle on me, and I will have some sort of disinfectants at all times. As a janitor, that's another job you have is to maintain sanitization of situations. Um, so you got to make sure everything is clean. Like I said, from the turnbuckle pads to the canvas itself, everything, even in the locker room, you got to keep everything clean. Some wrestlers would not hesitate to snatch that disinfectant from you and rather than disinfect the mat, they would spray it into the eyes of their opponent for an illegal advantage. How securely do you keep that disinfectant in order to keep it away from less scrupulous participants? Well, I won't bring my spray bottle on my hip. I have a caddy that I can leave outside the ring and have all my stuff in there um, and bring it out as I need to. Um, but I also use organic and um, not, not un, non-harsh so that uh, if somebody were to get sprayed in the eyes, it would just be lemon and, uh, you know, seagrass. I'm guessing it would still sting. For a moment, it is lemon. I mean, that's all you need is, you know, a couple of moments. Yeah, but stuff like Windex and, uh, you know, other, other harsh chemicals like Clorox, those get sprayed in your eyes. That could take you out for, you know, a while. So that's why I like to use organic cleaners so that it doesn't, it's not harmful not only to the venue but also to the rest. Now, has any wrestler whether it's at CPW or another promotion, approached you to be their own personal janitor and maintain the cleanliness just when they specifically are out there to wrestle? Um, no, nobody yet, but I have uh, been invited to Inclusion. Um, inclusion Pro Wrestling is coming down on November what, the 25th. Um, and I've accepted the invitation to come um, maintain a, a clean venue, and um, we'll see where it goes after that first show. I will also be at Inclusion, so I'll be keeping an eye on just 
how clean and sanitary that might be down there. Yep, I'm gonna like I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring as much stuff as I can. Uh, I've got my my uh, organic cleaners and you know I got baby wipes and uh, towels and everything like that. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty well uh, organized and ready for that show as well. For the fans out there that might be wondering, have you looked into going to other promotions and offering janitorial services, or are you happy to stick primarily with Combat Pro Wrestling Presents Theatrical Wrestling? Well, I am the CPW janitor. Um, just being invited to an Inclusion Pro is an honor for me, and I don't actively seek out any promoters, uh, venues. I don't seek out anybody, but if uh, anybody wants to invite me um, um, to work for them, I am open and willing. I can travel from Bellingham to Portland and even places a little uh, east if needed be, uh, but for right now, I'm just happy doing what I'm doing where I'm doing it. For our listeners outside of the Pacific Northwest, I will presume you mean Portland, Oregon, and not Portland, Maine, or Portland, Indiana. Exactly. Portland, Oregon. That's where uh, I get most fanfare. They love me there. As a janitor, have you looked into making CPW janitor merchandise as of yet, especially with the gift-giving season being upon us? As a matter of fact, I do have uh, I do have a line on uh, brooms and mop earrings. Um, that's something I thought was kind of cool, and I looked into it. Uh, and I also found a place where I can get a mop and bucket uh, sticker made. But as a janitor, I'm not trying to. I, I'm not a merchandising guy. I just want to, you know, give freebies away maybe, and be like, you know, let everybody know like. There's other important jobs out there that are unheard and unseen, and keeping the place clean is very, very important, whether it comes from the venue itself or even the wrestlers. And I've seen a lot of wrestlers pushing brooms around venues. I try to eliminate that so that they don't have to do it. There was a time years ago when I, of course, was the SCW janitor, so I thank you for continuing that fine tradition. I, le- I learned from the best. I learned from the best. I learned a lot from you, buddy. I try. I try. But as we wrap up the show today, I'm going to give you ample time here. If there's anything you would like to say to the listeners, plug and promote absolutely anything and everything from social media, to upcoming appearances, to merchandise, to your favorite cleaning products. Floor is all yours. Well, I want to give a shout-out to uh, CPW again. Uh, I love the, the 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 ownership. Like you said, it's a triple, and three people own that place, and I get along with every one of them. Um, 
I want to give a shout out again to Mr. Clean because they give the, those, those erasers things. They're amazing. They get things off of everything. And here's a tip for you. If you ever get permanent marker on your wall, use a dry erase marker over it and then wipe it with a Mr. Clean wipe. It'll come right off. Um, Inclusion Pro Wrestling coming up in November 25th. I'll be there with my broom and my mop. Uh, just keep looking up professional wrestling in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, everything's happening around here. Companies are popping off. Um, you know, we're, we're looking for venues. I'm looking for venues. Um, just see what happens. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, just look up Pacific North Wrestling. Well, CPW Janitor, I want to thank you for taking the time to be with us here on a Sunday afternoon. And hopefully we will get you back here again. I will see you later in the month at Inclusion. And I believe the following month right back there at the Mirkwood. So happy cleaning. And thank you again for taking the time to be with us. Hey, thank you for having me. And I want to say uh, happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas. All the, the holidays are coming up right around the corner. Everything happens so fast. Blink and you'll miss it. It's coming right now. I'll see you guys soon. All right, fans, if you are up in the Arlington, Washington area, you can find the CPW janitor on all of the CPW Presents theatrical wrestling events. Also, he is at the non-Merkwood events as well, most times, so find them there, and also at Inclusion's debut event. We will be back with you next week, next Friday afternoon. We will be joined by the icon, Scott Helmrath, and we will be debuting brand-new co-host, the good son, Andrew Michelson. A week from today, Coach should be back with us, and our guest, Colin Stevens, Referee out of Texas. He works in and around Texas, including Arkansas, Oklahoma, some surrounding areas. Great, great young referee. Very good. Has a great reputation in the industry already. So make sure you come back to us and listen to that. Everybody continue to stay safe out there. Go support your local independent wrestling wherever it may be. And we will talk to you soon.